Welcome to the Start Me Up podcast, part of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network in association with Muller She Wrote Media. I'm your host, Kimberly Johnson in D.C. Today, my returning guest is Jody Hamilton. Yay! Now, this is the second Monday that I've done this show. Normally, my show is on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but just because of scheduling issues, etc., we're doing these shows on Mondays. But next week, we return to our regular Tuesday. Now, before I get into my conversation with Jody, the Start Me Up podcast is in independent, supported by listeners, and it's woman-run. A great big thank you to everybody who supports the show. If you enjoy today's podcast, visit patreon.com slash startmeup. Check out all the tiers. I do include a tier with a much shorter intro and no ads. You can hear the free shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and they're followed up by What's Up, a show just for patrons where I talk about anything that comes to mind. It's a little more personal, kind of like my online diary. Visit patreon.com slash startmeup. And don't forget, you can find Start Me Up on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are found. Now, please enjoy my conversation with Jody Hamilton. Welcome back, Jody. It's 2022. I think this is the first time you've been back this year. I think you're right. Yeah. You I, are right. Because <laughs> I changed the days around, right? So Yeah, you did. You yeah. changed the days around, which are like the days I do my show and the day that I do right. Bob's show. So it's like, hi. Exactly. And so... Um, for those, cause last Monday I did a show with Greg Oliar. Usually I do it now Tuesdays and Thursdays, but right. I did the show with Greg because it was president's day and he had off. Normally when he does my show, he's like in his car on a break from work <laughs> <laughs> and the poor guy I can, you know, during the winter time, it's hard enough, but I can only imagine during the summertime when he has to sit there, it must be fucking awful. But so yeah, it was easier for him to do Monday and then, um, you know, you have to do Mondays from now on when you're on my show, we'll be doing Mondays. So it'll just, you know, the nice thing is that I'm my own boss and I get to decide all this shit for myself. (laughs) I'm doing my show on Wednesday this week since the state of the union is tomorrow. Oh, that's right. So I, I moved it. I asked David yesterday. I'm like, can we do it on Wednesday? Since and he goes, that, that's fine. And then I had to move something with Amanda because I'm, I'm going to see her on Wednesday because we might be doing a sketch together. And oh my God, <laughs> that's so cool! Oh my God! So yeah, I mean, I wanna, I wanna talk first. Uh, just briefly address the fact that I'm being attacked by Zev Shalev, who's a podcaster at Narrative. And I'm going to be recording a patrons only, but it's not going to be a patrons only. It's going to be on my patrons only show, but I'm going to make it public so everybody can hear it who wants to hear it. And I'm not going to, um, all I'm doing is defending myself. It's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Long story short, I canceled on him two hours before airtime on Friday because I found out he had platformed a white supremacist, I'm sorry, Holocaust denier, uh, Chuck C. Johnson, who's a hardcore right-wing troll, and I guess he had him on his show, and Chuck is basically saying he was a double agent, and he, you know, he was in the MAGA world, he was an alt-right guy, but now he's a Biden fan, and, you know, Zev never said anything about the Holocaust, but this guy is known as a Holocaust denier. And then, uh, you know, when he was on his show, he didn't mention, I'm, I'm saying Zev didn't even bring up the Holocaust because he was interested in whatever bullshit story Chuck C. Johnson was telling him. And then, right. um, and then the other thing was I found out that he was bad-mouthing Alison Gill of Muller, she wrote, and, you know, she hosts our shows. She, she, we're on, I, I, you're on the Muller, she wrote network, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm on yeah. MSW Media, absolutely. Yeah, and so... For those of you, I mean, this I'll, I'll repeat this later, but we don't work for Allison. 
Yeah. <laughs> she she's not our boss. She doesn't tell us what to do. Basically, we just you know we're on her platform and. Sometimes it, it's funny with advertising. It depends. You have to have a certain amount of downloads with advertising. And right. so, um, you know, I mean, that's all it is. It's all about basically advertising and just expanding, I guess, her, you know, we all kind of promote each other to a degree. And so that's what it's really about. And yeah, it's just a place to put the shows and she doesn't charge us for that, basically. Yeah, she doesn't charge us. She doesn't tell us what to do. And so right. I was alerted to what Zev had been up to. And I had been on the show a couple of times, but um, somebody alerted me to what he was doing. It was not Allison. And I made the decision myself that I wasn't right. going to be on the show. And I didn't even call her. I messaged him and said I wasn't going to do it. And, and so he made this assumption that, you know, she made, she put that order out. And so then I was very clear and said, no, this was totally my choice. And now he's out there online saying that I'm an, uh, I'm part of this group. I mean, he's not singling me out. He's more singling Allison Gill out, but I'm part of it. So basically that we're all operatives and we're all huh? trying to cut off his free speech. And he's accusing us of attacking him. Nobody's fucking saying jack shit about him. He's attacking I us. You, I never heard of him. Yeah. And, and, and he's attacking us. He's attacking us and saying we're attacking him when nobody's fucking, nobody has attacked him. In fact, Funny. Allison, you know, I know some shit. Allison has gone out of her fucking way to, I've seen the screenshot conversations between them, but she's gone out of her way to be kind and friendly and help him out. Everybody has offered to help him out. And so, you know, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I'm going to address it in a, in a podcast later today. So now that's out of the way. We could talk about Amanda. <laughs> 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 Amanda Wiss. I love Wiss. the show. I love listening to you guys. We were actually in Palm Springs that weekend, and um, so I, you know, put on the thing, and I was on my walkabout because that's what I do. Yeah. And I, it was a wonderful interview with her. Oh, she loves you. you. I know. I love her too. Now, just for those of you who may not remember Amanda Wiss, she's the actress. Um, God, she's been in everything, but she played Bradley's girlfriend in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And I mean, she was, she was the in first Scream. person Freddy Krueger ever killed. That's right. She was the first. Yeah, Freddy Krueger, and I know she was in Scream. I mean, her mm -hmm. her IMDb list is ridiculously long, and yeah. um, she's so cute and so sweet, and I just love her. And what's so funny is that you know we both kind of hit it off with the whole you know we're, we're we like the deliberate manifestation stuff, and yes. so um, I like to talk to her. You know, I called her up and I was just like, oh my god, somebody! I haven't really had it. I mean, outside of talking on my patrons only and just kind of talking about my journey I don't right. have a lot of people to talk about it because not everybody either cares or buys into it or whatever and and so when you find someone who understands it and has studied it oh my god it's so exciting <laughs> it's like I get on the phone yeah, I'm like, the best. I mean I've known her since what 1980 wow six 87 wow 86? how did you meet she her did a, she did a mini series that was supposed to turn into a real series. It was a, was it a movie of the week or a miniseries? It was a movie of the week, maybe, mm -hmm. um, that was supposed to be a pilot for a series, mm -hmm. and it was with my sister Carrie. Oh, and, okay. And so they became fast friends. It was called Checkered Flag. Okay. And um, they became fast friends on that set. And um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was 86 or 87. Hmm. Something like that. It's a long, wow, I've known her a long time. That's a long ass time. And just FYI, everybody, um, I had a terrible fucking night last night. I don't know what happened. I went to bed 
And as soon as I my head hit the pillow, I was awake. And there was just, oh, I you know, hate, yeah. And so that was going on. And then I get, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be providing too much information here, but let's just say that um, I get these weird cramps. Now, I've been to the doctor for it. There's nothing wrong. I've been tested for cancer and all of that. So it's just one of these mysterious kind of lady cramps. And it happens down in that region. And it's oh. fucking... Oh, my God. And, you know, I mean, it, it's been happening for years. It was funny because it happened when I was, in, you know, younger. It would happen occasionally. And then it kind of stopped for years and years and years. And then I was in my 40s and it started again. And there had sometimes it happens in the daytime, but mostly it happens in the middle of the night. It's just so weird. And, and it's just it. How can I say this without being too graphic? It's just basically down in that area. And mm -hmm. it's usually on the left side. And it almost, like, the best way I can describe it, it's like pliers grabbing a hold of it and, like, pulling and twisting. It's, <gasps> it's so fucking painful that I see stars. I've, I've passed out from them before. And, I mean, all I can do is take some Advil and wait for, like, 15 minutes. And it's only on your left side? Pretty much, yeah. And, and it's weird because if I, if I put my finger down on the area, it's kind uh -huh. of, like, lower and push really hard, it kind of helps. And so I just have to lay there in agony and wait for the fucking Advil to start working. And usually what happens is I wake up and I can tell. It's, it's like a hint. And, I, uh -huh. and then as soon as I have that hint, it's like a fucking mad dash to the Advil. And then I just, and then I have to wait for like 15 minutes. And it's- Have you gone to an orthopedic doctor? Maybe it's a muscle thing and that's not Maybe. necessarily internal. It could be. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, like I said, I've had the cancer screenings. I've done pap smears. I've told my doctor. She's looked at it. I've told more than one doctor. And pretty much all I, I have heard, though, that other women have experienced this. So it's something what if it's ovarian related if it's just your left side. Yeah, it's weird. It's just weird. But it's like my left down in that area, you know, and it's just it's just like the the bone or whatever it is down there and it fucking it and then you know it what happens after a really bad one like last night was really bad then i have kind of a sh it's not a pain but you know how like if you if you've had a pain and then it no longer hurts but you can tell that you've had a pain yeah that's that's what it is and so i have that for the whole day and so I, and i thing. i know i never really slept very well at all last night i just like kept waking up i kept waking up and i was laying there thinking i have to do a podcast with jody tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> you poor thing <laughs> so if i sound idiotic today it's because my brain's just going ah, you know well, we have we have something fun so um <laughs> on last tuesday and then last saturday um in the, like 7:45 at night because we go to bed at 7 30 because we're old and um <laughs> Because we're up at 4.30 or 5.30, yeah. you know. Um, so we heard this banging noise, like really loud banging noise, in our floorboards in the hallway near our bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I, we were watching TV, and I went, did you hear that? So he goes, yeah. And so we muted the TV, waited, and then heard a smaller, lighter sound again. And then so we both got up, and I stood in our hallway, and then I felt something kind of hit my seat. Oh, my God. Right? And... So, and we have a crawl space under our house, needless to say. Yeah. And so Lonnie's like, should I go check? And I'm like, do you want to go under the house? And he goes, well, what do you think it is? I said, I don't know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so he grabs his baseball bat 
And he goes outside. I turn on all the lights I can so that he can see that side of the house, which is kind of dark at night. And I see this. I see on our neighbor's wall a rat running, and I'm like, well, that's not under the house, and it's not big enough because mm-hmm. it's just a huge sound, right? So he goes, and he looks under the house. He doesn't see anything, you know, so it's like, okay, nothing there. Closes everything up, and we don't hear anything again. I heard something like at 10 o'clock at night, and then I didn't hear anything again. So segue to last Saturday. Or was it Sunday, honey? Was it Sunday? I think it was Sunday. Um, or no, it was Saturday because we did it last night. So it was Saturday night. He falls asleep really fast, and I hear this pounding again. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I get out of bed, and I walk, and I'm standing in the hallway being as quiet as I can. I turn on the light in our attic just to see if it's something up there, but I hear nothing upstairs, so I turn the light off. And then all of a sudden, literally, where I'm standing, I feel this pound under my feet. Oh, my God. And I'm like, okay, this is big, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking there's a human being living under my I house. Know. <laughs> you know, because um, actually one of my sisters, years and years and years ago, her ex-husband was living under her porch. So, oh you know, I had that in my brain already. Oh my and so I'm like, okay, what the fuck, right? And then I hear a little bit again, a little, and then nothing, right? Uh, so yesterday I get up and I explain this to Lonnie, and he said, what do you want me to do, crawl under there? I said, well, I think it's a human. And he goes, don't say that. And I said, well, if there's no animals or humans, then it's a ghost, right? So so we've got this. And and then I said, why don't we put one of our cameras? Mm -hmm. Because we have cameras um, outside of our house. Yeah. So why don't we put one of our cameras under there? And because you can see in in dark. It Mm -hmm. it has infrared. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's actually very good in the dark, (laughs) thankfully. So we put the camera in. He puts it in there yesterday afternoon, and I, I you know, I'm telling him, angle it a little, a little this way, a little mm-hmm. that way. So we have it so it can see pretty much really far into the crawl space of our house, certainly where we're hearing what's going on. Mm-hmm. And at 7.30 last night, the camera goes off, and Lonnie looks at me terrified, like, <laughs> holy shit, right? And so we look, and we don't see anything. So then I turn the camera on because you can make it live, mm-hmm. you know, and we're watching it and watching it and watching it. All of a sudden, I thought it was a tail, but I see something kind of far back move mm-hmm. and then what looked like something just hurdle itself up into the floorboard oh my god and i'm like what the fuck and, yeah. and lonnie goes i think it's a rat and i'm like this then all of a sudden we see two rats hanging out and playing with each other yeah. and then this morning one just walked right by the camera <laughs> and so, <laughs> so yeah, they're having oh, a party hey. <laughs> at least it's not a human i mean right. at one point i was like it's gonna be the gimp he's gonna have a ball gag and there he is um, so at least it's not human. We thought it was raccoons because it was so loud, but I think they're just hurtling themselves. I don't know what they're big. I mean, they're so big rats, weird. but so we're we're going to figure out what to do. We don't know how they're getting in there. Yeah, that's the wow. thing. Well, well, everything's sealed person, up in our yeah. crawl space, so we have no idea how they're getting in there at this point. At least it's not Dan Bongino. Thank God it's not Dan Bongino or Alex Jones. Um, but, yeah, that was so, you know, we have, we have, at least they're not in the house, they're under the house, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. That's so fucking crazy. Um, and just FYI, everybody, we're going to get to Russia, but I'm just going to take, you know, some time. Russia, to, Russia, Russia. I know. I want to enjoy Jody for a little while and, like, pretend life is good. So, um, <laughs> so you need to fill me in on the L.A. shit. How, what's the weather? Um, today it's nice. Um, nice uh, it was rainy and cold. Lonnie was like, cause it was super, stupid hot right. like two weeks ago, like yeah. ridiculous. Like it's February. It shouldn't yeah. be this hot. 
Um, and then it got real nice for me. It got cool. Yeah. And it was raining, and, and I could wear furry things and um, <laughs> start fires. Yeah. Uh, today it's going to be 80. Oh, okay. Um, tomorrow it's going to be like 85, and then it's going to start cooling down again. Well, he's like, where's my summer? I'm like, dude, if it's in the 80s and 90s in February, no kidding. fuck July and August. I know. Well, you know, I remember very, very, very well. I haven't lived there since 2009, but I do remember many, many, many a January for like a week, it's 90 degrees. So yeah. that is kind of normal. I mean, it's I've, not out of the ordinary. I mean, right. it's, when Lonnie was um, uh, playing with um, Adler um, one March, because <laughs> I, I, my job, I had to be there at like 7.30 in the morning, so I'd leave the house to walk at 5 a.m. Wow. And one morning at like 5.30 in the morning, I'm out, and it was 80 degrees at 5.30 oh, in the morning. And awful. it was March. Oh, my God. God, I was always so pissed. It was like, I yeah. want my fucking sweater weather. What is this? I don't want to be wearing tank tops. And right. uh, that, you know, but it'd be 90s in, the, in January. So, yeah, but it's usually like a week and then that's it. I mean, here we've had crazy. We had in December, we had the air conditioner on. That's insane. That's and I mean, right now it's. It's actually fairly pleasant. I mean, the last few days have been, I think on Saturday it was maybe in the 40s, which is my preference. I actually love when it's like sunny and in the 40s. You know, like See, my favorite, because when I lived in Colorado, is right after it snows. Mm -hmm. So it's clear, yeah. crisp, and nobody's destroyed the snow yet in the yeah, city. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And, and you just hear the crunch of the snow. Yes, yes. So it's cold, but it's not snowing anymore, so it's not dangerous, yes. it's just, and it's beautiful. Uh -huh. I, I love cold, clear weather. It's me just too. my favorite weather. It's great. I just, I, and you know what? To me, the cool weather energizes me, and hot weather just like zaps me of my energy. So Same. I much prefer the cooler weather. But uh, yeah, and I don't know where, it's been warm. It's, it's definitely been warm, and I'm kind of freaking out about this spring because last spring it was great it was gorgeous it was exactly what spring was supposed to be but i think the first year that we moved here in 2018 it was like in may and it it was humid and it just didn't stop until fucking october and I just, oh, you know. well, yeah what, what bothered me a few weeks ago fucking mosquito in february wow. in los angeles see i never got fucking bit by a mosquito in los angeles never my whole oh, time oh no they're here now they're here it's totally like they're here now yeah and i've heard that it's more humid there yeah it's gross <laughs> <laughs> but i still miss it i was <laughs> i was watching last night bob and i were what have you been watching euphoria no i hear it's fantastic well i gotta say you know i mean the it's it's disturbing and intense, but it's well-written and well-acted. And the first season, I did enjoy it. And, and it's weird to say enjoy, but I did. I enjoyed it because of the things that I just mentioned. But, you know, I mean, there's some very uncomfortable, hard-to-take truths about uh -huh. young, young people and drugs and sex. And, I mean, I'm just, like, I watch this show and think I would not fucking hang out with And if I were their age, I would not hang uh -huh. out with them. But, um... You know, I mean, I, I did all the shit when I was a kid. I drank, I did drugs and all of it, but not to the extent that these kids are doing it and the life that they're living is, is it just seems so desperate and, I don't know, it's, it's kind of harsh. But the funny thing is, okay, so wa we started watching the second season 
and we watched the first show and Bob wasn't in a hurry to get back to the second show. And so in the first show though, the big drug person is Martha Kelly. And I used to fucking sit next to her in high school. And, and it's so funny because she's a comedian and she's on some show. I can't remember what it's called with Zach Galifianakis. And uh-huh. she, she's, she has a twin sister and I like always, it was Martha and Joan Kelly. And I sat next to Martha in one of my classes and Martha is so fucking deadpan and she's so funny. She's just, she's just got this like deadpan look on her face all the time when she delivers whatever she's getting. She's so funny. And so here I am like watching the first episode of the second season and there's Martha and I'm like, holy shit. So, um, we watched the second show last night after kind of like, I don't know, several weeks because Bob's like, I just can't, I'm not in the mood for it. So I told him, I'm like, look, let's just give it, you know, let's just watch it one more time. If you don't want to watch it, then I'll watch it on my own. So we watched Mm -hmm. the show last night and I told him, you know what? I don't care. If you want to keep watching it, I'll watch it. But it's not, it hasn't pulled me in and I know everyone's loving it. And Mm -hmm. it's not that I, I'm, I'm not criticizing it. It's just not, it's different this season. It's it's Mm. just got a different feel to it, but I mean, it's pretty fucking dark. You know, but yeah, we we just started. We 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 are um, almost done with Pam and Tommy. Oh, what do you? Th- Bob doesn't want to watch that. <laughs> well, um, I totally uh, would have watched Soldier, it. Who plays Tommy Lee? Yeah, um, the guy that plays Winter Soldier is phenomenal. Really, he's he's got Tommy down. Wow. He re- and he, you know, he's not as tall as Tommy right, by exactly. any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, Tommy's like seven seven thousand yeah, feet tall. Tommy's tall. tall. He's <laughs> yeah. tall. Um, uh, he really has his mannerisms down, his vocalization down. Wow. Um, and the girl that's playing Pamela's fans, because Lonnie's like, that, she doesn't look like Pam Anderson. I said, did you ever watch Baywatch? And he goes, no. And I said, look at pictures of Pam yeah, during she Baywatch. Looks exactly and he's like, like oh, her. no, yeah. she does look like her. I'm she like, does. yes, she does. Yeah. And she comes off great in the, uh, as far as what happened. Mm-hmm. She is the uh, sympathetic character mm-hmm. in it. Um, Tommy comes off like a dick. Yeah. Um, but the guy surprising. playing him is so good that it's unfortunate that it's about this stuff and it's about mm-hmm. Tommy because any other subject matter, if he were playing this character, he'd probably win an Emmy. Wow. That's interesting. Because he's that good. You really hate him, but he's that good mm-hmm. in it. And, and just it's funny because I've met Tommy. Lonnie's met Tommy. And it's just like he's got him down. Wow. Yeah, at some point I'd like to check it out. It's not for Bob. He doesn't care. Oh, no. The, so. I mean, the talking penis part is really dumb, but other than that... Um... <laughs> well, I, I will have to check it out. I did watch um, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Have you seen that? I hear it's fantastic. Yeah, My mom said really it was good. great. Yeah, it's really good. And Jessica Chastain, is that her name? Yeah, Jessica Chastain. Yes, and she just won a SAG Award she for She did it, last night, yeah. yeah. Um, at the beginning of it, she, I mean, she's good throughout the entire thing. She completely deserves any award she wins. But really, toward the end, she looked a lot like Tammy because it's like when you're watching a movie about a certain person, you know what they look like and they have such a specific right. look. It was like, to me, I, I wanted her to look more like Tammy, but she did. I'm sure she looked a lot like Tammy when Tammy was younger and mm-hmm. they just kept to that. And then as soon as she started aging and getting ridiculous with her makeup, I think the only critique that I would have for that is there was a little bit more makeup than Tammy would wear. But it was just a little bit because Tammy wore a lot of makeup. So uh, but this was even (laughs) this was even more than she actually wore. And the guy who played Jim Baker was really good. And I thought it was I thought it was very entertaining and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And then Bob and I just watched the uh, before sunset 
trilogy before sunrise sunset midnight trilogy and i gotta say have you seen that no you haven't seen that oh my god you guys gotta watch it asap it's um it's ethan hawk and julie delphi and Mm -hmm. basically it starts off in 1994 and it's so good it's just basically he's he's traveling through europe and they meet each other on a train and then they get off together and walk around because he has to leave and he has to go back to the United States. So they walk around for, I don't remember, it's not 24 hours, but it's almost 24 hours. And that the whole first movie is just the two of them walking around. I can't remember which town they were in, in Europe, Amsterdam or something like that, which, which is great because you get to just see all of these gorgeous sights and it's just the two of them talking. It's intellectual, but it's not overly intellectual. It's very sweet. They were around 22, 23. Then the next film was 10 years later in 2004. And so I'm not going to even go into that. But again, mostly it's just the two of them talking. And they're, huh. wa- they're walking around Paris. And then um, the last movie, uh, which was... They 20- get shot? The, well, no, that was 2014. I think they're maybe going to be doing one, a fourth one for 2024. They better... But um, so the last one, I, they were in Greece. And again, I'm not going to give any weight. Now, in this particular uh, part of the series, there were people at the beginning. I'd say the first half, there was other people in it. But then the second half of the movie is just the two of them. And it's strictly about their relationship. And it's fascinating because you see them, um, you know, as these 20-somethings, 30-somethings, 40-somethings. And I hope they do one when they're 50 and they're and they're fantastic i i highly i cannot recommend that enough so the first one is called before sunrise so right, uh, i'm looking yeah. at the imdb now where, how, where can i get it well you Tubi? could yeah you, i don't know we got it off of i don't know either either netflix or you know hbo i don't know where it's but just look at look at it on your tv you can find it but okay. um it's so good oh my god and you know the crazy thing is is it's like okay so the first before sunrise is in 94 and their clothes and, you know, everything is, it's just like memory lane. And then it was funny <laughs> because in, in Before Sunset, which was the second one, you know, they were in their 30s. And I re- there was this one particular scene um, where they're in a car. It's toward the end of the movie. And she's kind of angry. And so she's kind of going off. And so many of the things that she said in her rant were, were me. You know, her, her anger, her frustration, her, and it was like, oh, wow, I so identified with that at that time in my life, too, and when I was in my 30s. So, yeah, it's just, it's just fantastic. I can't, I can't recommend it enough, and so, um, so much fun. And, that, you know, it's like helping, watching those kinds of films, especially the ones taking me, you know, us, back to a different time. You know, all us Gen Xers here, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you could be a boomer too, but I mean, specifically in the Gen X category, it's it's like a total escape. You know, it's huh. just escape from the crazy shit we're going through right now. Well, it's just reminding me of my youth right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But it was a cold war. Well, and I mean, God, I mean, ugh, this fucking war. It's just so awful. Well, I mean, it's it's you know, uh, growing up here in the '70s mm-hmm. during Vietnam. Yes. We had air raid sirens going off once a month on a wow. Friday. Um, we didn't know which Friday it would be, um, usually during the day. And we were at school. Mm-hmm. And we'd have to do drop drills because 
Los Angeles was a target for a nuclear warhead because we were still fighting oh in Vietnam. God. Um, I, you know what? I never experienced that. And my dad was in Vietnam. He, he uh-huh. got hit with shrapnel like wow. days before I was born. So fortunately, wow. he got to come home and he wasn't killed. So, um, yeah, so I mean, I, I remember vividly until, until we left, until 1975 at, at gr- and during grade school. Wow. You know, air raid siren would go off during school. Wherever you were, you had to drop. Now, if it was during recess, right. we were outside. Yeah. The only safe place in our campus, and it was a bomb shelter, was our music room. So if it went off and we were in the music room, we usually wouldn't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> but that was that was the bomb shelter. Mm-hmm. It had the you know the the radiation sign, the black and yellow radiation mm-hmm. sign. Oh my because god! Because if you close the doors enough, it could keep radiation out, but it couldn't host the entire campus of students and right. teachers. Wow. There wasn't enough room down there for all of us, and I don't even know if they had food down there. Yeah. Wow. Um, but that was that we had a bomb shelter, and yeah, I remember vividly d- diving under my desk as a kid. Wow. Well, I guess we're going to be talking about the war now. So that's fucking <laughs> scary. I mean, I never had to do that. I mean, obviously, I lived in Soviet Russia, which is, right. you know, I mean, during the Cold War, and I got to experience that. But um, yeah, this 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 is crazy. And did you mm-hmm. happen to see the anonymous thing this morning? No, I heard that they've packed a lot, and I'm good for them. Well, what the, they had, I know they shut down the, the government, the Russian, the Russia's government website. They've shut it down. The last, it, they shut it down yesterday. The last time I checked, it was still down. I heard they took RT down. I don't think, I don't know if that's still down. I don't think it is, but I'm not sure. Well, I know that a lot of Europe isn't allowing it to be broadcast, neither is Sputnik. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube took them down. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, internet wise, they're down. Internet wise, right, yeah. Platforms have deplatformed them. So that's right. good. Yeah, and so so I know that obviously, yeah, uh, Anonymous has had to do with that. So they did this whole video, and they were basically saying, okay, we've done this, but this is just the beginning, and you're probably going to get hit by your own hackers. And then they said, your secrets may no longer be safe. Ooh, I'm not even a fan of Anonymous because it's like you don't want Anonymous on, you know, turning on you. No, you don't want them on you because they'll, no. they'll get you. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't like like vigilanteism, but I think we're in such extreme times and I'm all fucking for them going after Putin because fuck him. Oh, my yeah. God. And Zelensky. Did you see um, what's his name? Let me see if I say his name correctly. It's Eric Feigelding. Um, uh-huh. He posted Zelensky. It was a video of him basically doing Ukraine's version of Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, and he is also the um, Ukrainian voice for Paddington the Bear. Oh, my God. I didn't even know. That yeah. man is amazing. It's like that thing that he said, you know, I don't, I don't need a ride. I need fucking weapons. Ammo. Like, ammo. Yeah, I need ammo. ammo. You know, my, my mom said, like, that's like Bruce fucking Willis shit. <laughs> it is. He's amazing. He's definitely um, the right man for the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, no doubt about it. Um, he's also, he was like a poli-sci major. Everybody's like, oh, he's just a comedian. No, he's not. He's no. like, he's, he's for that. He, he was okay to do that job. Right. He wasn't just a comedian <laughs> or just a dancer or just yeah. this. He was, he's got a lot of other things on his, on his resume that, that made him correct for the job. You know, the, um, Stephanie this morning was talking about with Jackie Schechner about, you know, if Trump were in office, what would be going on right now? And my view is this. Okay, you know how a few weeks ago President Biden 
his, uh, our Secretary of Defense, the spokesperson, said basically Russia's planning on a false flag mm -hmm. operation. They're going to shoot videos that look like Ukraine is attacking them, right. and that will be their justification yes. for getting into the war. Um, what would have happened would have been Trump would have gotten that information and mm -hmm. not released it, mm -hmm. and then they would have done the false flag, and then he would have said, well, I can't stop them. They've been attacked. Right. Yes. 100%. It wouldn't have been just yeah. handing them Ukraine because right. that's too obvious. It would have been, well, the Ukraine attacked them. What am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. That's what would it. That's how it would have happened. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's this whole thing. I wanna. I'm looking for a. Okay. There's this guy. His name is Gust, Gustav C. Gressel. Um, he does not have a blue check. He is a senior policy fellow. And then he's list, specialized on security, um, defense, military, international relations, etc. So he did this thread. I'm not going to read uh -huh. the whole thing, but I'll, I'll read the, the gist. And so he's saying um, Russia wants to deter the... He's basically saying that they're not going to use nuclear weapons, and this is why. Russia wants to deter the West from intervening in the UK. Putin may actually fear it to some extent, but he will not resort to this unless larger formations go into the Ukraine. There's also typos in this, so it's kind of funny to read sometimes, so that's why it might sound weird. But he, he's saying um, that he goes, we know the Russian red lines and they know ours. Any nuclear attack, even limited, will end the existence of Russia as a state. Um, Putin knows this. And he's very paranoid, and so he says, uh, "No, no one makes no one makes Putin's points in talk shows, etc. Even Germany supports Ukraine with lethal aid, something he didn't expect." Um, long story short, he's just basically saying, "Don't panic, don't give in," to, which you know, I mean, I have been taking, you know, take him seriously, but don't think like he's bluffing. Well, you know, I mean. It Everybody, there are a lot of concerns because Ukraine has what 15 different nuclear um, uh, sites that you know provide energy, mm -hmm. and so people are concerned that you know Putin would bomb those. But mm -hmm. <laughs> the winds go towards, towards Russia. Yeah. That would be dumb. Yeah, that would be really stupid. So, so I don't think he's going to attack those. I don't think he's going to you know release. What I mean, they took Chernobyl because it was in the way of getting to other places. Mm -hmm. They didn't take it because of the nuclear waste. Mm -hmm. Um, and their soldiers are going to get radiation poisoning, the poor things, because mm -hmm. um, uh, they don't know what they're doing. And a lot of them don't yeah, want to be doing what they're doing. Right. Um, I, my concern is that I heard this morning on the radio that uh, Ukraine has put in the paperwork to join NATO. Yes. And now Finland and Sweden are yes. like, hi, guys. Yeah. Hi. Hi. And that's the thing that Putin did not expect. Yes. I the one know. thing he didn't want was Finland or <laughs> Ukraine joining fucking NATO. And Switzerland is now cutting off his money. Yeah. They never did that before. <laughs> when you've lost Switzerland. <laughs> I mean, when you've, I mean, you've lost, he's lost Switzerland and they were like, World War II, hi, do whatever you mm -hmm. want with your money. We mm -hmm. don't fucking care. Mm -hmm. You know, we're we're out of it. Just leave us alone. Yeah. You know, uh, and and it's like now Sweden and Finland are like, hello, we will we will help. How can we? Can we? Yeah. And they're going to start doing the paperwork for NATO. Mark my words. Yeah, this is kind of you know. I have to say, I was talking to my mom this morning about this, and I said, I you know the 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 possibility that Putin will be overthrown is out there, right? Yeah, it and is. um, I get all excited when I think about it. 
I literally do. But then, uh, but then the other part of me, I feel guilty because children are dying, yeah. and and I'm not excited. Obviously, I'm not excited about that. But my mom said to me, she goes, "Look, there are these parents out there who have fucking lost their children, and they're excited to see him overthrown too." And yeah. you know, that's a good point. I'm just like, they're mourning. And but they want to see him overthrown. And so it's like, I certainly wish this never fucking happened. But now that it's happened, um, I do think that, you know, there's a chance that he just fucking miscalculated. And this is going to be the end of he Putin. Did. I hope it's the end of him. But I don't well, know exactly, he, you know, what he was. Happen. He was he was properly elected the first time he was elected. Mm-hmm. But since then, he yeah. hasn't been. No. So um, he 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 did miscalculate Biden. And mm-hmm. the fact that Biden has great relationships with people in other countries and has for over 40 years. Yeah. And, and people in, these, in, in Europe and, and Japan and even China abstained from the Security Council yeah. vote. That's huge. Um, it's, it, China's looking at this going, oh, shit, we can't attack Taiwan now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, my God. It's just what's happening is so amazing, especially because, I mean, look, we're obviously we're stressed out as a nation, as a globe, there's COVID, there's political unrest all over the world. Mm-hmm. White supremacy is not just rising in America. So this is a huge stressor on us. And on the other hand, though, it is uniting so many people, obviously not the dumb shits in the mega crowd, but, um, you know, they're just a small portion but the whole fucking world the whole fucking well, 50 world cities in russia yeah i mean yes. russians are saying no and that's huge because they will be murdered for this shit yeah yeah and it's like i think it gets to you know people keep saying here are, are americans gonna are americans gonna march or would americans come out like the ukrainians well i think when you are facing possible death and you have absolutely nothing to lose yeah i think we would I think yeah. we would show courage, especially because, you know, this particular country, if, if, if somebody, if Russia was going to come over here and attack us, I think the idea is we've been a fucking free country our whole existence. I right. mean, we've got some issues and we're not free everywhere, blah, blah, blah. But for the record, you know, for the big, big, big picture, mm-hmm. you know, we're a democracy, we're a democratic republic, and um, we have never had to experience no. what... It's, you know, Soviet rule, communist rule, um, Nazi rule, Nazi rule, any of that. So I think our I think I mean, we can't even deal with wearing masks. I know. know? Well, I mean, I've been saying this since since, you know, the stupid were being stupid two years ago before, you know, vaccines were available that were bitching about masks. And I I said, I said, look, during World War Two, they would have been the assholes that opened the windows during a blackout. Yeah. Because right. my mom remembers in Hollywood wow. <laughs> when she was a kid having to not have the lights on in the apartment. And they had to get blackout curtains if they wanted to have light in the apartment. And yeah. she remembers li- leaving a movie theater one night with her grandmother after like a double feature. And there was a blackout in the city because Japan might bomb us. So oh we shut all the lights off. And so they had to feel their way home. Oh, my God. Because there was no moon out, so they couldn't see. You know, so they basically had to go, okay, where do we live again? You mm-hmm, know, and walk mm-hmm. home very carefully. Wow. You know, so, I mean, that's what, that's what, that's what's wrong with what uh, Putin did to this yeah. country by installing Donald Trump. Right. Was, was, and then Donald Trump compounding that by making masking, whether you're masculine or not. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so I mean, you know, don't don't close your windows up, man. That makes you look like a wuss. Yeah, exactly, you know, I mean, right. it, it would be the same thing. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. And and that's why I I do believe that he would have let Putin release videos stating that Ukraine attacked mm-hmm. Russia, and then that would have been him going, I can't get in this. He's, they're not a NATO country. We're just going to have to let them fight it out. And mm-hmm. then who knows? The world might not have backed him on that. Who knows? Yeah. Because if the, the false flag went out, who knows? I mean, some people are saying it that stupid ass pack or whatever the fuck that no wait who was saying it somebody was saying that it's oh no it's newsmax is saying that um uh russia in ukraine is a false flag that they're not actually invading oh my god oh my god yeah one of the anchors on newsmax was saying that the other day see now and fox has done a 180 on them on their um uh anchors the past like guess yesterday yeah they started going fuck putin let's kill him yeah like literally wow. like within 48 hours wow. changed their tunes interesting interesting so how do you think well, you know is... you know polling and right polling <laughs> and stuff um how do you think this i mean obviously we don't know how long this is going to go on i hope it's not like years and years and years um but we're going to be starting to see those january 6 hearings in i think it's isn't it in april it's scheduled for the public hearings I think so. They they need to get all their ducks in a row and make sure how they present it so that it's a nice linear yeah. storyline that ev- everybody can understand and it's yeah. easy and will make the news. Right. Um, so providing Jamie Raskin is correct when he says it's going to blow the roof off, mm-hmm. um, do you think that with what's happening in Russia right now, and then you know add to that the one six hearings, whatever comes out from that. Um, how do you think that's going to impact the midterms? I think it will. And and Eric Bollert was actually talking about the fact that the press isn't even discussing how GOP members supporting Putin, mm-hmm. they're not even talking about it being a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, when you have Marjorie Three Toes going to a white nationalist convention yeah. along with Paul Gosar, they should not be reelected. No. And they were screaming Putin, Putin, Putin at that fucking thing. You know, you know what's so fucking awful is I, I've got my MAGA relative and I haven't talked mm-hmm. to her because I'm afraid. Like, I don't know. I, I'm more, she usually doesn't needle me. Occasionally mm-hmm. she will. She'll throw something out there. Like, she'll do it to my mom all the time. But with right. me, she's a little bit more, I don't know, not gentle, but like, she just doesn't do it as much. So she'll throw something out there. And usually the way I respond is I just, I let it roll off. I don't have a, um, you know, like an emotional reaction in the moment. I hang up with her and I have the emotional reaction, but I just, you know, because the last time that I, wasn't the last time, but she brought up how, what did she, I think she said, you know, something about Batman being gay and how I don't know whether what we are supposed to refer, how we're supposed to call Batman, or is it a a he or a she or an it? What? And so, she, okay, so for for those of you who are not aware, I guess Superman's son is bisexual. That's the oh, real in the story. Comics. Yeah, he's yes. bisexual. The new one, yeah, Superboy or whatever yeah. is bisexual. So, you know, Fox News has a fucking shit fit about it. And then my, <laughs> my relative hears this and she confuses it all and says Batman is gay and should we call Batman an it? And, you know, all I kept hearing was I have lots of gay friends and fuck you. You know, it was like, yeah, none of my friends are it's and fuck you for saying that. But it's like, I'm not going to confront her. I'm just not because it, there's no point. 
And yeah, it's not worth it. And and the, it's like it'd be one thing if she were a horrible person to me and I could just say fuck you, I don't want to talk to you anymore. And then right. I would end it. But that's not what happens. She'll she'll throw something out there like that. And what I do, my response to that was, oh, I don't even pay attention to the comics and stuff. Right. I just I just went right over it. And then I stayed on the phone with her until we hang up. And then that comment about Batman made me so fucking angry. And I didn't want to talk to her anymore. And, of course, I did talk to her. I think I talked to her on Christmas Day. And that's the last time I talked to her. And so, you know, I talked to my mom about it. And I'm like, I always feel... Because her husband had has health issues and mm-hmm. he was in the hospital last year and it was really scary. And, you know, I mean, he's not young and he's he's got all these things. So, you know, I, I don't know how long he's going to be here, but there's a real concern for his health. Right. And so, you know, and I haven't called and I feel guilty because I feel like, OK, you know, her husband has had gone through all these things and he's been my uncle forever. And and, you know. But I just, ugh, I'm so afraid. What is she going to fucking say? If she says something positive about Putin, I'm going to lose my shit. And normally I don't lose my shit. Normally I just fucking let it roll. Right. But this is, this is a point like these fucking Republicans who are saying the fascist fucking traitors who are siding with Putin. I can't even get over it. And, and the thing that they don't realize And they refuse to realize and they would still blame Biden 10 years later when they have no fucking Social Security. They have no Medicare. They have nothing because they insisted on voting for a fascist. And then they're going to I know they would refuse to understand what the real problem is and that they made a bad choice and they would still find a way to blame it on Biden or Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama. Well, I mean, you know, uh, my sister's ex-boyfriend, who is the father of her oldest son her oldest child, um, uh, for some strange reason, some of the things I posted recently were public on Facebook, and Charlie doesn't follow I mean, I'm friends with him on Facebook because, you know, he's sort of family. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he kept posting, well, if Trump were president, this, that, and the other, and, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm just not. I just deleted his comments. Yeah. I just wow. deleted him. Wow. And then he said one thing that I agreed with, which is, he goes, you haven't learned anything. I said, oh, I'm so sorry. You haven't learned anything, Charlie. You're older than I am. And then I, I posted something else about whatever, and he said, well, Hillary thought she would win, and then other people pounced on him. I said, oh, let them do it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, right, yeah. cause it's, you know, it's just not worth it, yeah. and I don't have to see him. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time I saw him was tea party time so it was Mm, during obama Mm -hmm. and um uh it's just you know whatever i mean i don't talk to his son at all wow um my nephew um and i don't talk to his i don't talk to his son's little sister that often either um she's an anti-masker and anti-vaxxer and finally got covid and she's like oh man this really sucks it's like oh if there were only something you could have done i know really Let me think. And she says, and I don't leave the house. I work out of the house. It's like, well, your husband works out of the house and your children go to school. Yeah. So guess what? Dumb fuck. I know. None of you are vaccinated. And it pisses me off that I can't take her children away from her. Yeah, I know. Um, (laughs) Because one of them is old enough to get vaccinated. The other one isn't. Wow. Um, But, you know, and and then with uh, what's interesting with Charlie is. Okay, so his son had um, a child with his girlfriend years ago when they were 17. They refused to, they just, you know, whatever. The the woman, just the girl, because they were 17, decided to have their 
um, child who is transgender. She's transitioning uh, from a man to a woman right now. And she has been for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And so what's interesting, though, is <clears throat> Charlie fully accepts her. Wow. And yeah, that is. As his granddaughter. And, yeah. and, I mean, her dad doesn't accept her at all. Oh my Our side of the family totally does. Yeah. But um, I was very scared for her when she mm-hmm. decided to come out and tell him that she was Mallory and not Patrick anymore. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when it happened, you know, I emailed her and I said, how'd it go? And she's like, it went really well. And I'm like, okay, this is where my disconnect goes with him. Right, yeah. I'm like, I, can't, I don't understand how you're so wonderful with your granddaughter mm-hmm. and so shitty with everybody else. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't see the, I don't, the, the cognitive dissonance is strong in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, it, it, and that's the thing right now. I mean, Trump's saying, oh, I made NATO stronger. No, he didn't. So that's where your MAGA aunt's going to go. No, he helped NATO. He helped Ukraine. That's where she's going to go. Oh, my God. It's just like, and yeah, and it's like, I just, I don't even want to, I don't even talk to her about politics. You know, I just don't. Um, Right. Sometimes, like I said, she'll throw things in my mom's direction. My mom wanted to find out where she was on the one six thing of the insurrection and mm-hmm. she just asked her questions and basically, you know, she drank the Kool-Aid. She's all the way in. And there were a couple of things that my mom said, but this, she, she's like, I'm not going to argue with her. I'm not going to allow her to get to me. I just need to know where she stands on this. And so basically they were able to have an okay. I mean, my aunt kept trying to like push her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my mom just at this point refused to be pushed, but sometimes she she can't not be, you know, I mean, I mm-hmm. have an easier time with it, but she's not my sister. My, it's right. my mom's sister. And so it's like they have this, I mean, they grow up together. And right. so it, they, you know, siblings know how to push each other's buttons. And so I have, even though my aunt t- took care of me when I was a kid, like when my mom would work and I'd go stay at her house, you know, I mean, she was a fucking great aunt. She was a mm-hmm. wonderful aunt and she wasn't always a full blown right winger. And, you know, I mean, that started happening, I think, really with Rush Limbaugh. She started listening to Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, and even during the Obama days when um, it was clear that she was identifying as a Republican. And I know she and my mom would have arguments about things. But this is different because this is, again, this is not. I mean, yeah, we all know GOP before Trump came along was fucking awful. War crimes, all all of the oppression. Uh, racism, misogyny, bigotry, it, it was always, it was there. It was oh, just yeah. the way that they, they executed their, you know, however they wanted to do it, they would find ways to hide it. Now they're just not hiding it. And so, right. and now they're fucking backing a Soviet spy and mm-hmm. this is just different. This is not, you know, talking, having an argument about the debt or, or, or something like that. This, this is like good versus evil. The, and, on top of good versus evil, this is reality versus fucking delusion. Yeah. You know, so, like half this country lives in a delusional state. Yeah. And it's yeah, just they do. So it's, crazy. it's 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 a it's I mean, every now and then I'll I'll turn on Fox News to see what they're you know, during prime time. Mm-hmm. Um because during the day it's you know, it's relatively yeah. benign. Um, but you know, once you get to 5 p.m. my time, 4 p.m., 5 p.m. my time, yeah. it starts to get wackadoodle. <laughs> yeah. And every now, there's all, but the TV in the bedroom, it's blocked. So I, I watch it only on the TV in the yeah. living room. 
<laughs> I just blocked it. I was like, fuck it. But I want to see every now and then, and it's just, and my mind is blown. Um, I mean, the other day they actually were talking about the Russian invasion. I was like, oh, at least they're talking about it. Yeah, I mean. You know? Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, th- this whole, um, this whole thing. How do you, do, I mean, do you have an, I, I know you're not a psychic. I'm not asking you for an actual prediction, but I mean, do you have any idea, gut feeling or whatever about like how long I read a thread and I wish, you know, how many fucking threads have we read in the past three days about Russia? But one of these threads was, it said something about like 10 days in 10 days that Russia isn't going to have the money they need. And already their fucking tanks are breaking down and a lot of Russian soldiers don't even fucking want to fight. So they've got that. No, a lot of them are them. just putting down their arms, yeah. you know, yeah. and good for them. And yeah. cause they don't want it. They were told one thing. Yeah. And they're apparently their soldiers aren't treated well. Um, I'm shocker. Uh, and then if you don't have the, the thing is, is he honestly didn't expect the Ukrainians since they've been fighting for so long in one area of the country since 2014, cause they've been fighting for eight years now already. They just didn't think that anywhere past Crimea or, or um, uh, uh, Donetsk and, and um, well, I can't think of the other city, but besides those two areas, they didn't think they'd fight. It's like, you, you guys, yeah. you're dumb. They were dumb. And then I think the United States was smart in letting the world know our intelligence information that, hey, they're planning on some false flags. Let's let everybody know. Mm-hmm. Because then if they do it, nobody's going to believe it. Um, you know, and then they bombed a kindergarten for fuck's sake. What the, what the fuck was that about? I Thank know. God nobody was there at the time. Um, and so it's like they didn't think that Joe Biden could do what he's doing quietly. Because he he's just doing his job. He's got, he's got, he's got COVID. He's got the Depression. Mm-hmm. He's got a civil war. And now potentially World War Three to worry about. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot on his plate. Um, thank you, Donald Trump. Yes. Uh, I, it's, it's somebody half his age. I don't know. I mean, the only other person that could deal with this is Zelensky, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, and the fact that, I mean, the, the fact that China did, abstained from the Security Council vote is huge. Mm-hmm. Huge. Um, and the fact that, I mean, the UN is going to vote to sanction. It's yes. going to be a huge vote coming this week yeah. um, for the, the whole council to vote on. Um, because they had enough votes for it to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's, it's, I'm hoping that it gets resolved. I mean, somebody on Twitter, I don't know who it was, said, can you just kill yourself in the bunker already? Can <laughs> yes, we just bypass yes. everything else and just go get in the bunker and just let's not kill a bunch of people on the way? Yeah. And I believe Tom Hartman reported that the Ukrainian ambassador today in the Security Council meeting, which is the last day that Russia is running it, mm-hmm. um, Basically told the Russian ambassador, why doesn't he just kill himself already? Right. Wow. Get it over with. I wonder if he's going to do that. I can't imagine well, that he would do it. The concern is, is he, he's going to take a lot of fucking people with him. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, I mean, there's, there's also the idea that the, the Russian people could overthrow him. I mean, you True. Know, that could happen. There were the 150 people that work in his administration that wrote that letter saying, we don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a lot of people lot, in his yeah. circle. Right, yeah. I'm just so curious as to what's going to happen. I, I, I mean, 
it, it's not, you know, it's funny because when I was not a, pol a political junkie, I was always interested in the sensationalistic news events, any kind, you know, the shock and awe. Uh, right. The first time that we invaded, uh, was it Iraq? Um, oh, in 91? Yeah, 91. 92. 91. Yeah, because yeah, that's the one, and I told the story before, but it's funny, so I'm just going to be reiterating it very quickly. That's the one with the Scud stud. Do you remember him, Arthur Kent? Yeah. Okay, and so my dad had, and I just told this to Jennifer Taub, but my dad was stationed in Saudi Arabia for that. And oh, wow. he called me and it was like, I didn't say, hey, dad, how are you doing? I was like, hey, dad, do you know Arthur Kent? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> what an asshole I was. I was like, like, do you know you Arthur Kent? Know. Do you know this guy? <laughs> do you know this guy? Instead? Could you tell him I said hi? And so, <laughs> you know, it's funny because I found Arthur Kent on Twitter. And I mean, that fucking ruined the poor guy's career because like all the ladies were in love with him and he, he got the name, the scud stud. But anyway, I was fascinated with that, the coverage of that war and I was mm -hmm. glued to my television. And so, you know, it's like, there's this thing that happens to me when these kinds of events, when, when, when really big kind of, um, world events, world events that have lots of consequences, right. um, those always, it's, I, I mean, I, I feel excited, but not like happy excited. It's not mm -hmm. like, oh, yay, war. It's not that. It's this excitement that just kind of comes up with and like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? What's going right. to happen? Is, is, you know, and, and then you're, of course, like you're excited in rooting for the bad guys to lose. And right. it's just such a weird place to be in to have these kinds of feelings because it's like, I almost feel guilty for feeling excited, but again, it's not a happy excited. No, I mean, it's, 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 it's an anxious excitement. Um, yeah. cause I mean, cause Putin, if you've been listening to him at all, he's not well in the head. No, it's not like he's this brilliant, um, uh, uh, tactician that's going to, you know, stealthily do something. He was very stealth up until now. Mm -hmm. um, and, and now he's, because uh, he's been so isolated. Yeah. Um, by choice. Mm -hmm. um, and he doesn't have anybody to tell him no. Um, and Chris Lavoy said he looks puffy. Um, <laughs> somebody suggested it was Botox. Somebody else suggested it was, you know, he's on steroids because maybe a COVID problem. Maybe, I mean, yeah. There's, you know, because he does look a little doughy. Yeah, he um, does. Uh, he's not well in the head. I mean, mm -hmm. you don't need more than an hour. You don't need more than 20 minutes to justify going into a war. Right. If it's justifiable. Right. You don't need more than 20 minutes to explain it to anybody. Mm -hmm. In fact, 20 minutes is a little too long. Um, but he was over, like, for an hour and a half mm -hmm. justifying going into Ukraine because of Nazis, because of their Jewish president who lost three uncles to the Holocaust. Right. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, it's, 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 and there are people I've seen that are probably bots, but not necessarily a lot of MAGAs going, well, we got to get the Nazis out of Ukraine. There aren't any fucking Nazis in Ukraine. Well, he's yeah. not of any consequence. Right. If there exactly. are any, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, this isn't about that. This is about no. him wanting to reclaim the Soviet mm -hmm. union, which mm -hmm. ain't going to happen. This, no. The world doesn't want that to happen again. No. No, and it's interesting because I think, you know, I mean, I said something like, who'd have thought that, uh, Vlad, you know, like the, the Vladimir... Yeah, Putin, he united us. Yeah, he united <laughs> the world. And, like, who'd have thunk that? 
I, I, I'm so curious though, because like how, what's, I, I know, what was I listening to? Somebody was saying that the sanctions that we put on them will hurt the people and more than it'll hurt him. And so I can't remember what it was. I wish maybe you can, from again, the 5 billion threads that we've seen about this, there was some kind of thread that was specifically saying how, you know, how to target Putin as far as not in a physical way, but like, you well, know, no, I mean, Switzerland uh, freezing assets. Yes. Freezed, there you uh, go. His personal assets in Switzerland. Right. Okay. So then if so there's a lot of stuff with, with Swift happening where Russian banks can't deal mm -hmm, with Swift. Mm -hmm. Um, yes, that's going to yeah, affect cut a lot the, of people in Russia, but they're going and getting their rubles out of the bank right now. Right, and then it's going to affect, in a negative way, the oligarchs if exactly. they seize all their prop. And the thing is, is the oligarchs don't have to remain loyal to Putin nope. if they have jack shit now, because he yeah. was the one that was protecting them and letting them do what they needed to do. And now, if all that shit's going to be taken away, uh, they have no reason to be loyal to him. Nope, and that's that's where the pressure is going to come on him is from those people that right. can't access their yachts yeah. and their money yes. and their whatever whatever assets they have worldwide, which are being seized right now and yeah. frozen, and you can't deal with. It's like all of a sudden you're a billionaire, and then the next day you maybe have ten thousand mm -hmm, mm dollars -hmm. at your disposal. They can't handle that. No. No, no, that would just drive them fucking nuts. <laughs> you know, and they're going to be like, wait, what, huh? I can't leave the country? I mean, I believe Ukraine has already put in uh, uh, war crimes to The Hague mm -hmm. because of children being killed mm -hmm. on purpose. Mm -hmm. Because he's attacking civilian locations, not military locations. He's attacking civilian locations. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's not like it's collateral damage. This no. is on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, and... I mean, I just wonder, A, I mean, again, there was that Twitter thread that I saw that said something about 10 days, you know, like he's got about 10 days and this was maybe two days ago. Um, I can't remember what the gist of it was and I should have saved it, but, but still the long and short is he's not going to be able to afford to do this for, you know, a long time. In fact, Russia fell uh, when they were fighting Afghanistan and they ran out of money. The Soviet yeah. Union fell. So not Russia. Well, but that took a lot longer. It took but, longer, yeah. Um, but the fact of the matter is the fact that, that Europe and the United States are in concert with sanctions mm -hmm, versus mm -hmm. when we just did it in 2014 and yes. then it wasn't enforced because of Donald Trump. Because mm -hmm. he didn't enforce the sanctions against Russia. No, no. Um, and everybody's like, sanctions didn't work last time because they weren't enforced. Right. Um, plus, they weren't as harsh as they are now. These yeah. are the harshest sanctions he's ever faced. Yeah. I'm so um, curious about and the fact that people like Switzerland and and all of Europe said, "Okay, Swift, let's shut it down." Yeah, that's huge. Mm -hmm. That affects Europe. Yes, and I'm just wondering though. Okay, so what does Putin do? I mean, what does he do? Because he's not going to go. Okay, I'm just going to take my tanks and go home and forget no, this. He, he's got to somehow. I mean, the the talks in Belarus happened today. They yeah. finished. Everybody's going back to their respective people to chat. They they are hoping for a second conversation yeah. but ukraine ain't giving shit up no. they've already said we want to join nato so fuck you yeah. <laughs> um and Zelensky, thank god is still safe mm -hmm. um and his family who are adorable i family. know i know what a lovely um, family uh, I, I i just you know he to save face i mean he already has crimea he already mm -hmm. has the donbass region just walk away dude
Yeah, but I don't think his ego will let him, especially if he, if he's truly losing his marbles. Um, yes. You know, it's I, I think it will be extra. He's just not going to. He, it's like you were saying, he is isolated. He mm-hmm. nobody says no to him. He gets his way constantly. This is I, I can't imagine just like with Donald Trump. I mean, uh-huh. he's not Donald Trump. He doesn't behave like Donald Trump, but he's got that mindset of I am he like I think he genuinely believes he is entitled to the fucking world. Yeah, he does. He's he's like a small child that mm-hmm. you know, mine, mine, mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he doesn't like democracy for obvious reasons. Yeah. Neither does Donald Trump, and neither does the GOP. Yeah. Um, so he, you know, I, I'm hoping that the military and the people around him that do not support this will just coo him, mm-hmm. get him out. Mm-hmm. Don't have to kill him necessarily, but let's arrest him and put him in jail and let Navalny out. Um, like, let's put him in a fucking Russian jail. Yeah, you know, switch him at prisoner exchange. We get Navalny, you get Putin prison. Right. Um, <laughs> here, Putin, go sit here. Here, Mr. Yeah. Navalny, come out. Have some nice vodka. Uh, <laughs> uh, have some nice Ukrainian vodka. Right. Um, uh, I, I think just the fact that 150 people within Russia's elite have written a letter going, no, mm-hmm. that's a lot of people. That's a big that's deal. Not like yeah, one or two people. Deal. That's not, you know, your your movie stars and your TV stars and your activists. That's people that are in his circle. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Know, they can huge they can drum deal. up enough support on their end to cool him. Oh, please. I just hope. I hope that's what's going to happen and um it's the only way out of this mm-hmm. that 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 I can see other than him, you know, you know, cutting to the chase and going in the bunker and dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's the only other way this is going to end quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's the thing. It's like if he really wanted to destroy Ukraine, he could just start bombing Kiev. But he doesn't want to do that because then he'd have to rebuild. Yeah, that's just, I mean, I'm just, oh, my God. Like that, see, this is what gets me, like the the idea of him completely just failing. (laughs) Is what gets me excited. And I don't, you know, I mean, I don't know exactly how it's all going to go down. I hope, I really genuinely hope this does not last for very long. And I hope that Putin does figure out how to to deal with this. But I just, I don't see that happening. I don't see him at all behaving like a rational human being on this. I feel like he's he's already gone in. He's already killed children. He's already decided that this is, you know, this that Ukraine is his. And I think he's just going to, I think he's going to go until he's either overthrown, cooed, or, you know, perhaps somebody takes him out, one of his uh, I, I hope that I hope that his, I hope that people in Russia right now that have some power mm-hmm. are having discussions amongst themselves. Yeah. Um, that are figuring out how to stop him. Yeah. Because in, uh, when you got 50 cities in Russia having yeah. protests, mm-hmm. that's problematic for him. It is. And plus, they gave those people dire fucking warnings. You know, they were like, don't you, you know, you're going to go to jail or whatever uh-huh. they threatened on them. And those people were just like, fuck you, we're going out in the streets and we're protesting. That's yeah, a big and, and deal. And that's not, that doesn't bode well. No. Um, for somebody that. W- Knowingly, we all know he does this to people. It's not like when we went out, you know, in protesting and 
when we go out and protest and there's a problem, that's like, wait, no, that's not right. Mm-hmm. That's against, no, you can't mm-hmm. do that. We have a, a right to do this. As long as we're being peaceful, we have a right to do this. As mm-hmm. long as we're not blocking traffic, high truckers, right. <laughs> you have a right to do this. Yeah. Um, as soon as you start blocking traffic without a permit, then you can be arrested mm-hmm. in this country because that's not right. I remember uh, during Mueller, I was yes. doing. I was at a couple of protests around here, yeah. and literally when the bullhorn lady would go, "Okay, let's cross the street." All right, kids, if it's not green, don't cross. Right. Do not block traffic. You'll get arrested. You know, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't be a stupid trucker. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I, I'm really hoping that 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 the people around him that disagree with this. Um, and know that it's there is this is not have he didn't win in Afghanistan. You think he's going to fucking win in Ukraine? Right. I know he's not going to win. It's just not going to happen. And so where do we go from here? What's going to happen? I don't know. We're all just fucking sitting here watching. And the thing is, is it's I mean, it certainly hasn't distracted me from the fact that we have midterms coming up. It hasn't distracted me at all. But no. I mean, it's you know, it's the the midterms are still there in my mind. But it's like so much fucking information. At least. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to end this now. Um, it's been an hour and seven minutes, which hey, <laughs> that's pretty good. I've maintained for an hour and seven minutes. Um, oh, let's no, see. But my mind just fucking. I don't know what I was going to say. So Midterms. <laughs> we have the midterms yeah, on our mind. <laughs> well, there's midterms, and then there's all this other fucking... Oh, I know. The good news. Going to end on a little bit of good news. At least, you know, I'm checking every single day in the county that I live in for COVID cases, and it's obviously been steadily going down. Although I would say uh, a couple, like two weeks ago, maybe it was 47 cases. Like the when it was at its worst in January, maybe 3,000, 2,000 cases. So it's been dropping, dropping, dropping. And then like it went down to say 67 or 47 or whatever the number was. And then it went back up to like 100 and something. I checked today, it was down in the 60s, double digits. So it's like, okay, please no more fucking variants. If we can just fucking, because the thing is, the worst part about this for me is with COVID or with Omicron being so contagious, even Mm -hmm. if you are vaccinated and boosted yes you can get it so mm-hmm. there's still this fear out there and then like i just read this twitter thread from this woman who had it and she was talking about i can't remember how she phrased it but i think it was like i think she called it like covid psychosis for two months where she would wake up and just an immediate panic panic attack that would last for hours and she's mm-hmm. like it's and and i guess some doctors are giving people pills for this like anxiety pills but it's not a normal kind of anxiety. I think it's brain swelling. She was talking about brain swelling and somebody else was talking about the tissues in the brain swelling and that that's fairly common after a virus or maybe not common, common, but just something that's not surprising. So giving you anti anxiety meds is not the answer. And I, and, and she said, this woman said it was, it lasted for about two months and it was terrifying. It's finally starting to subside. Um, Yeah. So that's kind of scary. And, you know, and and that's the thing. It's like, okay, well, I I know that this particular version is supposed to be milder and, you know, and it's not going into your lungs, but that doesn't mean you're going to escape heart problems. It doesn't mean you're going to escape, you know, this fucking psychosis that may happen. A number of things could happen. So your heart and kidneys and liver are at stake um, and uh, your brain is at stake. Yeah, and your brain 
it, it's 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 a horrifying. I mean, you know, uh, California, at least Los Angeles County, yesterday had zero cases. And oh zero wow, deaths. that's amazing. Um, which is, I'm sure will it'll change today because yeah. I look at the New York Times coronavirus thing, which is through the CDC. That's what I look at. And so I get L.A. County, California, and then I get Jacksonville, Florida. Well, the United States and then Jacksonville because Lonnie's dad lives in Jacksonville. Mm, okay. And so the Florida numbers are uh, once a week. Oh, okay. Because they, they, cause DeSantis refuses to Right, because DeSantis is a fucking asshole. You can't trust it. No. Um, uh, but L.A., as of yesterday, we had no cases yesterday and mm-hmm. no deaths yesterday. And our per uh, 100,000, it's 19 per 100,000 people, which is still way too fucking high. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're at moderately high. Stephanie uh, reported that we're at high level of contagion, whereas the New York Times is like, no, we're at, we're just under extreme. We're mm. not at high yet. We're, we're above high. Wow. Um, um, because until you get, I think, 10 per 100,000, then it goes to high, and then it goes down to moderate when you're at like 5 per 100,000, and then light or very little contagion is under five mm-hmm. um and that's when you can maybe really you know lift some mask mandates once it gets yeah. to under five but we're still at 19 in los angeles county and we have what is it 89 percent over 65 are fully vaccinated which i think they're still only counting as two doses um 12 and over we're at 72 percent i want to say and all ages which is five and up i think we're at 69 percent. so we're doing well in la county for wow, adults. That's really good. Um, uh, we're doing pretty well. Um, I'd like it to be better, but it's it's better than, than uh, obviously better than a lot of other places. But yeah, people, I mean, I've noticed probably in the last week less people wearing masks mm-hmm. outside than they used to. Lonnie actually was shopping the other day at like Home Depot or wherever the fuck he went, and he said, <laughs> you know, he saw maybe half the people inside the store weren't wearing masks, and we still have a mask mandate in the county. Mm-hmm. Um, but people are not, it's not being enforced anymore, um, indoors, which mm-hmm. I think is stupid. I um, agree. I agree. but I, I mean, I'm still triple masked outside. I wear wow. a three layer surgical mask. Um, and then over that, a three layer cloth mask. And then I wear just a net gator. So I basically have seven layers. Wow. <laughs> in between my so mouth and others. You're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. <laughs> um, I refuse. Yeah. <laughs> and then when Lonnie got home from, because uh, he went to Florida the beginning of the month to see his father for his birthday. And so two, four airports, you know, two there and two back. And when he got home, I was living in the living room and he was living in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And if we were in, you know, within close contact and 95 masks on indoors, um, and until he came back three negative tests, I wasn't near him. Right, yeah. I'm like, nope, you, it's the airports more than the planes. Um, yeah. The planes are relatively safe. It's the airports that aren't. Yeah. Oh, exactly, um, yeah. So, and he's like, I think I'm going to wear masks all the time on planes because I haven't had a cold coming home. And, you know, <laughs> I'm like, hey, exactly. Yeah, I remember. It was so funny because in, I think it was 2008, I had, I think it was 2008. Yeah, it was the beginning. It was in February, and I had just started this new job. And I had to fly to Atlanta, and the flu was particularly bad that season. So I had to fly to Atlanta for, you know, a business thing. And, I, and when I came back, I just started the job. So mm-hmm. the Atlanta trip was about um, learning the ropes. It was just an outside sales job. And then, you know, I was going to fly home and start what, you know, I think I flew home on Friday, and I was supposed to start on Monday. 
but on Saturday I got the flu <laughs> and yeah. everybody on the plane on the plane was coughing and yeah. you know it was funny because at that time stupidly I was a smoker and my mom was there and she was literally in the process of moving to Northern California I think it was Northern California from Arizona so she was at my place she had dropped off her cats and then she was going to go to Northern California and look for a place to live. She had, I don't know how, but she had lined up this house. I don't know. It was like the person who was going to be her realtor. And I, I can't remember how this all worked out, but she, this realtor had a guest house and she let my mom stay in the guest house uh, while she was looking for a house, which was great. And yeah. um, so she left on Sunday and mm -hmm. she heard me, or, or on, no, that's what, Saturday, that's what it was. So it was on Friday, she picked me up from the airport and took me back to my place. And I was coughing and coughing and coughing and coughing. And she just said to me, she thought, oh, I thought it was a smoker's cough. But then, you know, mm -hmm. and I was so grateful because she didn't get it. You know, she yeah. stayed a night with me. And I, I was so fucking sick for two weeks, man. I lost my voice. My temperature went up to 103.5. I was That's fucking dangerous. so yeah. sick. And uh, that was the worst. But, yeah, I mean, like airplanes, if you could just wear your mask all the time, you probably would avoid getting shit because that's it they're just germ machine you're in a tube as you're Andrew in a tube and, and then everybody in an airport you're thousands of people you're yes. next to at that yeah. point you yeah. know just even just one air and Kazlani went through denver so it's like uh, luckily it was burbank to denver so burbank wasn't so bad but still denver is a huge airport yeah you know thousands of people travel through there and they're you know they're not take they, you know masks are down if they're at the bar right. you know yeah. and it's 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 I mean, I haven't been on a plane since 2019. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been on a plane since 2018. Bob and I flew to Florida for his dad's 80th birthday, and that was it. No, it, did we? Yeah, 20, we did. We did. We yeah, flew. I can't remember, because I went to Louisiana. It might have been 2018. Hmm. It's been a long time, you yeah. know, and, and the, my family's having a reunion um, in Oregon hmm. in July, and... Um, my cousin Marty, God bless him, he's he's like, I want the cool cousins to come. Are you coming? <laughs> um, and uh, and I told him, I said, look, I'm still, you know, I'm nervous getting on a plane mm -hmm. without COVID, let alone with COVID. And right. and it's you know, it's just it's just outside of Portland, and then it's a three hour drive because, of course, let's just do it somewhere not close to an airport. Um, <laughs> Uh, and I'm like, look, I'm not coming. Yeah. You know, I just, I'm not ready right. to get on a plane. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just, either. I mean, if it was like here, you know, here to maybe Phoenix, I might get on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? But I, I, I mean, just, it's a five I, hour drive. I would drive. Yeah. Well, it's just, to, uh, just outside of Portland. That's an 11 hour. Oh, well, that's right. That's but right. It's, right, it's, that's it's right. far. It's like six, seven hours where, where it's in Fort Hood yes. so outside of Portland. Yeah. It's that a drive. Is, that's it's a drive. like an eight, that nine is, hour drive. Yeah, that's a long drive. And just for two nights, it's not worth it. That no, that's long. not worth it. A drive. Trust me, I've done that. Um, <laughs> uh, not again. I'm not in my 20s anymore. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Lonnie's gotten on the, you know, he's flown twice in the last two years, mm -hmm. um, both to Florida. Um, and he's been fine both times, but he's also pretty aggro about masking and, you know, so, and he might be going to Colorado for his, one of his nieces. Two nieces and a nephew are graduating this year, one in Colorado, one in Wisconsin, and one in Florida. So it's like, pick one. Mm -hmm. 
um, basically on the same weekend, which is too bad for his mother because she's yeah. trying to make all of them. Um, so, you know, I'm like, honey, do you want to fly to Colorado? Because at least that's just, you know, Denver Airport right. and Burbank, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you land, you're out of the airport. Yay! <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, this... I don't know, man. We've got we've got so much going on. Let's just let's hope that COVID is like on its way out. We're into the endemic part of it because Fauci said that Fauci said that's what he expects. We're no, moving I, into I mean, it. I knew it was going to be endemic the minute we started getting variants. Yes. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, the minute that it starts mutating, unless we can squash the first mut- mutation. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 we're this is the new flu. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So and it took about two, two and a half years for the original flu strain to become endemic. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, it was but from 1918 till about, you know, the mid 1920-21 was when it was like, okay, now it's not as deadly. Right. Um everybody's had it that's and everybody that's had it has because we didn't have a vaccine for a mm-hmm, long time after mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um and now luckily this is going to be a little bit faster in the sense that, you know, first off there's more people, so that's why it's spread as bad. Yeah. Um, uh, easier to spread because, you know, flight and all that crap. But, um, you know, we do have vaccines and 70% of us are vaccinated in this country. Yeah. Um, So it makes a difference. Yeah, it's going to make a difference. So that's the good news. And so at least we can end this on some good news. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with Russia. I can't imagine this is going to do any, you know, it's not going to go well for Vladimir Putin. Um, Unfortunately, I I agree. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, people are dying. And so there is that. But that's what happens when you live on Earth. So, you know, we have wars here and we're fucking stupid. And sometimes we just collectively all lose our shit. And I, I just do hope that this is a some kind of way for us to un- unite. And I know that the MAGA crowd isn't going to join us, but they are so small. And so, right. you know, I mean, we've got so many of us are independents. And, you know, I mean, obviously there's all the Democrats. We need all the Democrats to show up in November, but we need the independents, too. And we need the independent people to vote for Democrats for the same reason that they did in 2020. And, you know, once we get shit worked out and we, you know, we've got a safe place, you can start, you know, pushing for, you know, there are people who want the third party. Fine. If you want that fucking third party, go build it. Go make yourself relevant. And, you know, because, hey, you never know. Or, Or we might wind up just depends on what happens this November, but we could very easily wind up with a democratic party. That's conservative, the, mm-hmm. the conservative version, and then a progressive party, which that's hey, fine with me. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll, I'll take, take that. <laughs> but anyway, it just, you know, it's always good talking to you. I love it. I just love you. <laughs> and it was funny because when I talked to Amanda, uh, the last time she's like, Jody and I have decided when COVID's over, we're coming and you can't say no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I haven't been, I haven't been back east in forever. <laughs> and I just, I think I told her because we were complaining uh, about whatever, you know, shit you have to go through when you get older. And so I, I, I thought, okay, I tried it again in, in the early February, in, not in the early February, in the early February. <laughs> in the early February. <laughs> I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do, I'm going to do it. I'm going to fucking try to lose weight again because I took off for some time. I didn't make the effort. I wasn't pigging out, but I just wasn't making an effort. So I was very, very, you know, since the first, actually since July, I'm sorry, January 31st, 
I've been, I, I wouldn't describe myself as rigid, but very disciplined on the food front and on the working out front. And I've been doing it now for a month and nothing, nothing, <laughs> fucking nothing. And, you know, and, and I think the reason I'm still taking estrogen and if I don't take estrogen, I smell, I have the olfactory fucking smoke smell or whatever. So I have to take it because if I don't take it, it's like the quality of my life turns to absolute shit. So it's like, okay, I'm either going to carry extra weight or I have to fucking smell rotting food and have my eyes burning and stomach turning all day. So I, it's really fun. Um, yeah, Ooh. I just yeah, I'm, not on, I'm not on HRT because um, I was on the pill for so long. It's like, really, can I just get off hormones for a while? <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, the, the problems I'm having, I'm trying to use herbs for. So Yeah, that's good. And, I mean, if I could get off the estrogen, I absolutely would. I'm going to be talking to my doctor, taking some tests, and we'll see what happens. But it's just, it's like, man, it's so fucking frustrating to work really, really hard to watch what you eat and see absolutely no progress. None. Yeah. None. And so, you know, and it's like, whatever. But so she's like, I don't care, whatever, we're coming. So. Yeah, no, we are. And then um, um, if you don't get a cat anytime soon, know. Um, you know, we have a guest house. The, the bed is only a queen, so you guys' legs will probably hang off the bed. Because um, uh, you guys are taller than we, we are. are. We are giants. Um, but, you know, it's free. And I, I used to say it ain't the Ritz, and then I heard that the Ritz in Palm Springs is terrible, so it's better than that. So it's um, better than the Ritz. It's better than the Ritz. At least the Ritz in Palm Springs. <laughs> <At> least, <laughs> oh, my God. Well, of course, you know. Once we're out there, we will be hitting you up. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know how long that's going to be. So we'll just have to wait and see about that. Uh, there's going to be all kinds of crazy shit going on in between. But, hey, you know what? Thanks for being on the show. And for those of you out there, one more time, when I interview Joni now, it's going to be Jody. It's going to be on uh, Monday. So just <laughs> make a special thing for both Jody and Greg because those are my two easy like Sunday morning guests. So <laughs> my favorites. But anyway, all right, I'm going to let you go. I'm so happy that you're here. But before I let you go, tell everybody where to find you. You can find me at patreon.com slash from the bunker for my Patreon page. And from the bunker, JR is my Twitter handle. Um, and from dash to dash bunker.com for our website if you want to check that out. Well, awesome. And of course, you can find me at author Kimberly, L E Y. My books are on Amazon. I've got all Jody's links in the Patreon description of this show. Thank you so much, Jody. And I will talk to you next time. All right, honey. Bye. Tell Bob hello. I will. All right, <laughs> you, honey, you can tell bye him bye. I said hello on Thursday. Hey, I'll tell him hello myself. <laughs> all right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. 
rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.